Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to The Sound Barrier, Northeast State's official podcast. We'll be breaking the barrier by getting to know some of our faculty, staff, students, and alumni. So joining us today is Rebecca Salisbury. How are you doing today, Rebecca? I'm doing really well. How Good. Are you? Doing well. Thank you for being here. As well as uh, my co-host, April Allen. So thank you, uh, April, for being with us as well. Yeah, I'm glad I can finally be on one right? <laughs> this semester. <laughs> <laughs> Get the crew back together. Yes, it's good. Absolutely. Well, Rebecca, we're going to start you off really, uh, uh, really lightly here. So, could you just tell us like a little bit about yourself, your background, your family, and ultimately, you know, what prompted you to start taking dual enrollment classes at Northeast? Yeah. So I've lived in this area my whole life. I grew up in Jonesboro, same house all my life, same area. So I have a unique sort of family. I have eight siblings. Wow. And all of my older siblings went to Northeast. So Family when, legacy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, you hear that from people. They're like, oh, I knew your older brother. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I hope it was in a good way. <laughs> no, I hope someone didn't ruin this professor for me. <laughs> um, so I made the decision to come to Northeast pretty easy because it was like I have this whole train of people who've gone before me and paved the way. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And so uh, we were kind of talking a little bit before the podcast began. You've taken f- four dual enrollment semesters uh, yes. before enrolling full time. Is that correct? That or, is. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So how many credit hours do you have? So I currently have 29 just from dual enrollment. Fantastic. Wow. So, Good for you. Yeah. I got some of those hard classes out of the way before I had a full load and so smart. Well. <laughs> One of the best things that I did was taking dual enrollment classes. Oh my goodness. Getting, you know, uh, province stats and, um, gosh, gosh uh, comp one and comp yes. two out of the way. So huge for me. So I could kind of focus on, you know, the classes that I wanted to focus on, or if I did have a hard class, it allowed me to really, you know, uh, focus in on that one particular one. So I completely get that. And I commend you for getting that many credit hours. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, I yeah. can't recommend it enough. Because like I said, I can't imagine having biology right now <laughs> on top of the, the rest of it. Just... Wow. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it like? Because I didn't do dual enrollment. So I have no idea what it's like to be in high school and taking college classes at the same time. What is that like? Well, I also sort of have a unique perspective on that because I was homeschooled. So I can't speak as much what it would be like, you know, if you were in school all day. But being homeschooled allowed me to have a flex- flexible schedule so I could go to classes in the morning and then come home and do my school, you know, for my mom at home. Nice. So that worked out well for me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So what are you ultimately wanting to major in? And what where do you see yourself like in, let's say, like five years with your education? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going for a bachelor's in English and most likely a minor in communications. I'm actually getting four associates here to hopefully ground that degree a little bit more. Yeah. Um, In terms of what I wanna do with the degree, I just know I wanna write, and I'm hoping there'll be a field for that somewhere, you know, with the communications and English together. Uh, I'll definitely be going for my master's, so in five years maybe, I'm hopefully almost done with that or done with that, depending on how the timeline goes. And I don't know. A lot has changed. Just thinking about the past five years, a lot's already changed. So I'm trying to take it one day at a time. <laughs> yeah, that's that's smart. So what do you want to write? I I mean, the ultimate dream would be like creative writing. Mm-hmm. But up until that point, I'll write anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, can, I can write and I can write about boring things. I can write about, you know, fun things. So 
I'll write anything. I would love to maybe do some brand management or, you know, yeah. social media type of writing. So nice. Absolutely. That'd be awesome. Has there, I got a pivot here. Have you, has there been a particular professor or maybe multiple professors that you've really enjoyed uh, throughout your time at Northeast? Um, I love Jim Kelly. Yeah. He's my <laughs> professor for humanities this semester, but I knew him before and we, I would just go to his office and we talk music together and movies. Awesome. We're both really into that. And then I had a professor, Mark Taylor for Providence Stats because I am not a math person at all. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> it was during COVID. It was totally online. I was scared to death and he like got me through that class. And so I, a lot of creds to him because that was not an easy task. <laughs> and it was online, you said. So yeah. that's even harder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was problem stats uh, difficult online for you or was it more more so more manageable? Um, Like any online class, I liked that I could kind of work at my own pace a little bit yeah. more. But it was hard not being able to have that like after class, you know, going to ask the professor about a mm-hmm. specific question, you know, all the I- limits of technology on that part. I can definitely so. see that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So back to your English and communications, I'm curious how, what interested in you in those? Like you like writing, already mentioned that. How did you find your passion in writing? Um, I read a lot as a kid. <laughs> My mom read to us constantly. So from a very early age, I figured out like, I just love writing. Yeah. And then when it came time to sort of choose a major, it just kind of felt like the obvious choice to go in that direction because I couldn't really see myself doing anything else. Gotcha. Have you written anything? Um, I've written some poems and short stories for Echoes and Images and just some assorted projects on this side. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of what I'm writing right now are essays for history. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> some practice, though. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Go ahead and get that less fun stuff out of the right. way. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. I like finding out why people chose what they chose. Sometimes it chooses them, though. Like, yeah, I didn't true. choose financial aid. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can relate to that. You know, it's just, you know, sometimes it's not what you choose. It ultimately just finds you. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to go through certain experiences to ultimately get to where you, you know, are going to be. Yeah. And so I can mm-hmm. relate heavily to that. So um, now, as far as for you, Rebecca, mm-hmm. uh, in your opinion... What have been kind of some of the biggest adjustments that either yourself or that you've seen other people have to make when going from high school to college? Um, The discipline part of it is big because Mm -hmm. in high school, you sort of have somebody there telling you like, you know, you need to get this done. And in college, a lot of it's on you. You have to keep up with the deadlines, you know, for five different classes so that was a big adjustment for me. It was like, I've got to be organized. I've got to get my planner laid out, you know, all of that. And then the other adjustment I would say is just the course load. You know, you're coming home from classes and it's, it's not just a little homework. It's like, it's time to teach yourself, you know, a bunch right. of material. So that was, that was a big adjustment for sure. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> and have you have you taken like online classes before coming to Northeast? So with um, okay, I was just curious. Yeah, if you'd... none before I came to Northeast. But okay. like I said, my first semester was during COVID, so it was oh, all goodness. online. Yeah, so you were, you know, thrown thrown to the wolves <laughs> immediately. <laughs> so, goodness. Well, kudos to you for getting through that. Because wow, yeah, what, what an adjustment! And with twenty nine credits. Yeah, dual enrollment credits. It's amazing. That is good for you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. What were the best ways you have found to handle online classes or non-traditional classes? What was the best way you've um, learned to handle those and make them work for you? 
Um, for me, having a designated study space in my house um, that almost served as my classroom environment. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, when I'm at my desk, I am schoolwork. It is, you know, I'm putting away the distractions. I should act like I would in a classroom. That's and actually then, very smart. Yeah. And like I said, um, laying out a plan or two is those online due dates just, mm. just slip by. You'll look <laughs> up and you'll be like, I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> so having a planner with all the due dates, you know, outlined for different classes. Yeah. Sounds like organization is key. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I need to take some notes myself. I do so. too. I'm sitting here thinking I'm not that organized. <laughs> no, no. I honestly, neither am I. I was just like, if I don't get a little bit more organized, I'm going to fail. So. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Uh, so Rebecca, since, you know, you've had multiple semesters at Northeast so far, you've got 29 credit hours. I mean, you are seriously a seasoned vet at this point. <laughs> um, have you uh, identified anything that you think that maybe the college could improve its services on or um, just any advice maybe for students who are attending Northeast? Um, my advice would be reach out for help when you need it. Yes. Cause there are a lot big. of resources yeah. available. And one of the things I think the college could do better would be to make sure students know about those resources. Mm-hmm. And that's a two way, you know, that's a two way relationship. Students right. have to seek them out to some extent. And then, you know, the college has to broadcast them, but just don't let it get to the point, you know, where you, there's the point of no return on this, right. you know, ask for help as soon as you recognize you need it, whether it be with schoolwork or with counseling, you know, go to somebody and get that help you need. That's good. If you need help, ask out. Cause we don't got know. Tons right. of them here, mm-hmm. so and we don't know well if you don't tell us. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you've already mentioned that you want to get your master's eventually, and we asked you about your five year plan. <laughs> um, but do you know where you're gonna go after Northeast State to continue your education? Right now I'm looking at UTSU. Big surprise answer there. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all my siblings have gone and because it's in the area I can still live at home mm-hmm. yeah. and you know yeah. save money on the dorm cost and, mm-hmm. all that and stay in the area i do love this area so it's um, beautiful to stay here for a little bit no. Good yeah yeah for sure it's an etsu great academics cost effective so you mm-hmm. literally can never go wrong with transferring over to etsu so right. kudos <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know for any student who may find themselves or herself at a crossroads in life you know why is pursuing an associate degree or maybe even a, a technical degree, technical uh, certificate, a positive thing, in your opinion? Um, for me, it almost felt like a little bit less of a commitment. That sounds awful, but, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's okay, less intimidating. I don't have to do the full years. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, if I can just do these two years, I have something, you know? And even if I don't go for my bachelor's afterwards, I have a degree. And I think that's that can help, you know, just mm-hmm. the mindset of just, like I said, taking it one day at a time, almost taking it, in smaller manageable chunks like just two years yeah like mm-hmm. you you tell yourself or think to yourself i can do that whereas exactly. i can understand that because four years sounds like oh my goodness that's such a long time yeah. i don't know if i can hold out that long so yeah, yeah i can understand that completely and i completely agree with you i've mm-hmm. always been under that mindset because i went to northeast state myself my first two years and doing things in twos mm-hmm. it just always seemed like so much more manageable yes. than looking up that mountain of four yes. years. It's like, oh my goodness, I got to go f- to school for four years instead yeah. of two, two, two. And then, of course, I went on to get another degree, but that's that's not about me. It, <laughs> it, it just made it more like breaking it down into more bite-sized chunks yes. just felt really digestible. So I've always been a huge advocate for that. Yeah, you got to break it down. 
I think that that's makes just sense. the key on all college stuff. Like I yeah. said, with assignments and stuff, mm-hmm. you look at that whole syllabus throughout the year and you think, I'm never going to be able to do this. Right. But you take it one week. And, one day at a time, yeah. like you said. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's all we can handle, <laughs> thankfully. Absolutely. <laughs> Sometimes we don't even know if we can do that. But <laughs> um, So what motivates you to succeed, not only in the classroom, but in life? Or is um, there someone who motivates you? Right. My family is, they're big motivators for me. You know, my parents always encouraged us kids to work hard, taught us the importance, you know, of education. So they, they motivate me quite a lot. Um, and just in general, I want to have a purposeful life, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be able to make an impact on the world in a positive way. And I think through education, you know, you can do that. You can yeah. reach people in a way that you wouldn't have been able to before. Very true. Well said. Yeah. I like that. All right. So now it's time for our random question. Okay. Oh, I'm embracing <laughs> myself. <laughs> so <clears throat> if you could invent a holiday, what would it be and what would you call it? Three days longer fall break. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm for that. I love that. Yeah, I like extended that. Extended fall break. <laughs> um, oh, that's a tough question. It is. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here thinking about. I'm thinking too. Huh. I, I had to think so about many it good too, things to but celebrate. yeah. yeah. Um, think about. I'm I asking you next. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my goodness, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure like there's holidays already that exist for pretty much everything, but yeah. I might do like a world musical day where it's socially appropriate for people to just break out in song. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Or you know. And just coordinated songs for one day. I, I like that. That's perfect, yeah. That actually sounds a lot of fun. <laughs> well, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. <laughs> works for me. <laughs> I like that. All right, Matt. Yeah, if you, I'll just ask, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? Okay, probably super speed, just yeah. because like that way cleaning my room, just, <laughs> it's out of the way. It's done. There Absolutely. you go. You know, super fast. Yeah. <laughs> Practical. I love it. Just got to, you know, put the brakes on when you're driving. Right. <laughs> well, that's true. Too. Like, oh, everybody else is going so slow. And I know, right? <laughs> All right. So I have one more question um, and then we'll, we'll close. Um, do you have any hidden talents? Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> um, this isn't probably a talent, but I don't get mosquito bites. I always use that as That's my a blessing. talent that because is. it's a blessing. <laughs> but I'll just I'll just use that. They just don't bite me. I haven't gotten one in ten plus years. Knock on wood, but good for you. Hidden talents. I'm like <laughs> the talents I have, man. What you see is what you get, sort of. Well, you mentioned music. You love music. Do. do you play any instruments? Yes. Yeah, I play p- um, piano, guitar, and ukulele. Oh, see, we didn't know that. So. I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, there you go. Hidden talent. Hidden cool. Talent. Do you play by ear? Or did you take lessons? Um, I took lessons, and then I'm sort of self-teaching now. But I, I tend to do better when I have the music in front of me. Gotcha. Rather than just going off by ear. <laughs> nice. Oh, I like that. I wish I could read music. I can't. Right. It looks like a little dot-to-dot page to me. Like, I just want to sit there and connect <laughs> all the dots. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's been such a pleasure to have you today, Rebecca. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank welcome. you for joining us. Thank you. I'm glad we finally got together <laughs> and were able to do this. Um, and thank you, listeners, for tuning in and listening to our podcast. We want to thank our entertainment technology department as well and our Department of Community Relations and Marketing for their work on the sound barrier. Please visit our podcast website and give us a listen. And be sure to visit our website at northeaststate.edu. That's northeaststate.edu to learn more about Northeast State Community College. Thank you all and have a good day.